one dungeon master, a misfit group of adventurers, all of them clueless. When a group of video gamers throw down their controllers and pick up dice, what's the worst that could happen? This is distracted by side quests. As the bolt goes into it, a huge puff of ash comes out. And Hector, I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw, please. No. Mm. Sure thing. Ten. You shake it off. Good thing I have a plus six in constitution. You, have a plus six. <laughs> you rolled a four and you've got a plus six. Um, you shake it off and nothing, uh, nothing happens. So, yes, carry on, sorry. Okay, so Hector will use his first... I'm just trying to familiarize myself with the two-weapon fighting here. So, the take an attack action and attack with the melee weapon that you're holding in one hand. You can use a bonus action to attack with a different light melee. Okay, so does that mean I get... Does that mean I get four swings? Uh, altogether? Since I have two attack actions? Uh, yes. Okay. I think we'll go with that for the moment. And then we'll... So, have a look. First one with Talon is at the one that uh, Kim already hit. Okay. So 16 hits. Okay. So the damage. That'd be one handed. One handed. So you haven't killed it, or you haven't destroyed it, but it is very close. It's, you know, you've, you've lopped off most of its parts. <laughs> Second one, I assume, misses. The second one does miss. Yeah, for the seven, that misses. All right. The Talon comes back around. There it goes. Nice. Uh, 15 hits. Okay, so... One-handed. Nine one-handed. Nine. Okay, so... You hit the zombie for nine damage, but something happens... Not all of the damage appears to... It's almost like you destroy it, but something brings it back. But only just 18 hits. Okay. Well, how about how about now? Yeah, that, you slice out to zombie in two. It's definitely dead. <laughs> that's all your, all your goes? Yep, that's all. Okay. The next Ash zombie is going to move in. And try and slam into you. One down, friends. Rolls a nine. Nope, that's not going to do it. Okay, training. So I will move kind of behind and above Kim, if you will. Uh And I will take aim with my longsword at that zombie. But not longsword, longbow. Excuse me. Be a very longsword. Yes. Uh, Don't hit me with your staff. See how we do. You had to say something, Kim. An eight that hits for uh, four piercing damage. Yeah, I don't know why the Beyond D and D side is like really slow right now for me. Yeah, like when I click to roll, it uh, seems like it's taking forever. It's lagging for me too. Yeah. Okay, that ash zombie. When you hit it, a puff of ash comes off, but there's no one around. It moves forward to attack Hector and wails its arms at him for a 10, which I'm guessing misses. That's a miss. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Top of the turn, the first Sash Zombie is again going to try and attack Hector. For a 21. Oh. Yep, that one will get it. The perseverance of the zombies <laughs> finally wins through for four bludgeoning damage. Vile creature. Kim. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I think we'll uh, try on that guy again. We'll get out my handy dandy uh, crossbow here and uh, give her a go. Okay, 14. That hits for, and again, because Hector's there, uh, you get the sneak attack. So that's 19 damage. So 11 piercing damage and 8 sneak attack. 19. Right. The ash zombie almost explodes with the amount of damage. It's like a, a puff of ash. Um, and, cla- and just disintegrates into a pile of ash on the floor next to him, right next to Hector. Yeah, there's one down. Hector's right, like a ghost. <laughs> right. Yeah, Hector. You're up. All right. Hector will like to attack the one to the north of him. Okay. So we'll go ahead and swing away. 18. Roll for damage, please. Great. One-handed, so it's 12. As you hit the zombie for 12, an enormous cloud of ash appears. Roll a constitution check, please. Constitution check or a save? Constitution save, sorry. Okay. And you rolled a 12. You're absolutely fine. Next attack with the regular longsword. That hits. Nine. Yep, it hits. Okay. Five damage. Another five slashing damage. Ash zombie is uh, becoming more ash as you hit it. Okay. Bring Talon back around for a 10. 10 that hits for seven. And again, when you hit it, it almost collapses into separate parts, but something just manages to bring it back. Mm. That was my last attack right here. Your last attack, 21. That hits. Yeah, and your last attack smashes it and it just falls apart onto the floor with a loud groan. Trent, at the moment from where you are, you can just see the edge of Hector, but you can't see the other Ash zombie. Mm. I can't hear Greg. Can you guys hear him? Well, it would help if I wasn't muted. Uh, I'm going to look around behind us and just make sure there's nothing else that has stirred in this area that might be sneaking up on us while we've been focused on this fight. There is nothing. Okay. I will proceed to make my way in. How many feet can I move? 60, I think. So I think you can move 60, but you can certainly probably move 20, I think. What's your movement? Walking 30 feet. Yeah. So six squares. Okay, so I'll go, I guess, to here. Okay. And then I'll take aim on the zombie and fire with my longbow. Okay. 13, that hits. Just continue to do that four damage. Four damage. Okay. Well, you know, every little bit helps. Your arrow hits and a big puff of ash erupts. Hector, again, can you roll a constitution saving throw, please? Sorry, Hector. <laughs> it's what I'm here for. 19, no problem at all. So the Ash Zombie is going to stumble over towards Trayden because that latest hit caught its attention and tries to slam into him for 15, which I'm assuming hits. Uh, Yeah, because my armor class is 14. Okay, for four bludgeoning damage. Okay. Kim. Yeah, ready. I'm going to step in the door here instead of hanging around on the outside. And uh, in usual fashion, I will see what I can do against uh, the last remaining Ash Zombie here. So, with my handy dandy crossbow, yet again. 17. 
You get eight piercing damage and nine on your sneak attack. So that's 17. Kim with her devastating crossbow <laughs> actually <laughs> takes more damage. More damage than the barbarian. Well, you know, we all have our days. Yeah, so the Ash Zombie is, is not looking very... Uh, it wasn't looking very good in the first place, but certainly not looking uh, great now. Hector. Dennis Moss. <laughs> well done, small friend. Yep. Anytime. You rolled a 14 with your longsword, which hits. And rolled a 6. Again, something magical is happening here. <laughs> any notice of anything magical and just hammers again <laughs> well it's an 18 uh, with 7 and yeah that zombie's gone you have uh, dispatched all four of the ash zombies sweet you okay friendo yes I'll be fine I'll be fine let's let's look about and see if there's anything worthwhile in here wasn't there something shiny yeah on the bar I think so look um, towards the bar Probably a dirty the, shot glass. The bar is it's covered in a very thick layer of, of dust. What you do see is the thing that caught your eye appears to be a coin. It's a single gold coin mm. that, for some reason, isn't covered in dust. There are no footprints. There are no markings around. There's no disturbance of the dust around it. But there's a single gold coin standing on its edge, mm. standing upright. On its edge. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. What sort of witchery is this? Right? There's definitely something going on here. Although, what, Druid halted, though. Is there anything remarkable about this coin? Does it look like it's, you know, different than, say, a standard gold coin, or is it just a regular monetary gold coin? It looks like just a standard gold coin. Yeah. Go ahead and remove it from the bar. You pick the coin up and or if you hold your breath as if waiting for something to happen. But nothing does. Okay. It's a very shiny gold coin. Almost mm. new. Hmm. Almost new. This is curious, my friends. This Yeah, right. It doesn't look like it belongs here. Hector will stay ten feet away from the coin. <laughs> right? Uh, I am going to uh, test the door handle behind me. Okay. Okie dokie. You reach for the door handle, and the door, like the ash zombies, just seems to crumble away in dust. It just falls the- apart in your hand, and you're left holding the door handle, and there's no door there. The door just falls down. Did you see the strength of the of the our friend Elf? He just oh, yeah. crumbled that door with one hand. Oh, well, wonders never cease. Yeah. Um, so you look through and you can see what basically was the western portion of the tavern, and it holds the kitchens and the brewers' vats. So there's some huge wooden tons stand against the western wall, and there's a faint smell of yeast still permeating the air. The ale is long gone. Uh, Damn it. But this doesn't appear to be anything of any note in there. Okay. Where's the rum? The red is gone. Why is the yeah. rum gone? Damn zombies. I think it's a dry town, my friends. Sad but true. So we'll make our way back out of the tavern. Okay. 
Remember, she said southeast was where this building where the uh, emerald necklace should be. Yep. So I believe that's going to be somewhere in this area. I'm gesturing southeastern. The obvious, of course, direction. Of course. Uh, let us just continue our path through this town. Alrighty. Okay, so you make your way through. You come to the entrance on your right of one of the cottages. Again, looks fairly like it was fairly well off broken the roof has gone you do hear some rustling Traylon is definitely also uh, as we walk along any of these paths trying to stick to the path not getting into the bushes right heeding heeding the the warnings of these monstrous plants and um also paying attention to the plant life and seeing if he notices anything different than ordinary plants that would normally be growing here or knows we don't we jump by a bunch of twig blades or something just saying that I I have a feeling there's going to be something bigger than a twig blight that's going to come after us. (laughs) Probably. I kick the door in, or do we keep moving? Is there an actual door, or is it just open? It's open. I just do kind of the head nod to Hector. Hector throws a rock through the door. You hear the rock bounce, and there's a pause, and the rock gets thrown back out to you and to your feet. Uh, Hector will pick it up and throw it back in again. (laughs) The rock flies out and... Can I try to catch it? Could you... Yes, you can try to catch it. Dexterity? Yes, please. Well, the 20, you catch the rock very deftly. All right, Hector will toss it back in again. (laughs) All right, kids. Six rocks come flying back out at you. Hector will try to catch all of them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a 17. 17. You catch two of them. The other three, uh, the other four, sorry, because it was six, hit you in the face and in the eye. You take eight damage. Oh, jeez. Eight damage? Eight damage. They came out as some force. Oh, that helped me. There's a, you know. Okay. That's, that's it. Oh, <laughs> no. Hector runs in the door, like swords drawn. Okay. What you see in front of you is six Twig blights, <laughs> all circled round a dead twig blight. Uh-oh. Is it? Is that the one I had before? It's the one you had before that you left on the grass before you went. Hector says, garden. Hector says, can you help him? Bounce they, up and down for yes or shake for no. They start picking up stones. Uh-oh. Hands move towards you. I'd like you to roll initiative, please. Let's see. Is that kill, a him, kill him, kill him, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> They're not happy with you. Uh-oh. What, do they have faces? How can I tell? How can you tell? Maybe they are happy with me. Maybe the rocks are a gift. How do you know, Phil? <laughs> okay, it's a face. Okay, let's see what happens. <laughs> let's see what happens. Well, I'm bringing it up to rear this time. Traylon, you rolled a 23. So, Traylon, you're the first. Hector is surrounded by six angry plant creatures. And he's dead last in the initiative, so. And and, and these, how big are these creatures again, if, if I'm looking at them in terms of their size? If I remember, they're, small. they're, they're tiny plants, yeah. which is one size smaller than, than uh, Kim Leafwalker. Yeah, so about a foot, about a foot high. Okay, I am going to make my way 
basically kind of behind Hector, holding the torch with the flame. I'm going to attempt to basically kind of put a stop to this and just say, stop your attack now or I will burn you alive. Roll an intimidation check for me, please, Trin. Ah, what's always intimidating? Ooh. Oh, well. 17. They look at this almost crazy elf waving a fire torch in front of them. And obviously being plants, they are scared of fire. They stop where they are and appear to be listening. Can you talk tree trailing? Well, they, they understand common. Yeah. We're not, we're not here to hurt you. Your friend was unfortunately hurt by the food we gave him, but it was not meant as a mean gesture on our part. We are merely trying to pass through this town. Uh, we're not here to hurt you or your friends. A couple of them drop their stones. I beg you all just to walk away, drop your stones. There will be no more bloodshed. But I will back up my threat if I have to. The twig lights move towards their dead, motionless friend and go to lift him up, constantly keeping an eye on, on making sure that their backs aren't turned towards you. Hector will slowly, with one hand, reach into a pouch and start to and get a piece of beef jerky and put it in his mouth. <laughs> God. Oh, no. The twig lights move a lot quicker and where they were taking care to pick up their lost friend, they just grab him and <laughs> start backing out quickly into, the, uh, into the, the trees that have grown up in the building. Hector will slowly get another piece of beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is I totally can visualize this. <laughs> right? The twigs... Uh, the twig blights disappear, blend into the things, into the uh, the trees. There's okay. a rustling as it's as they go. Hector, roll a dexterity check for me, please. Fifteen. A large stone comes flying out of the out of the bushes. You watch in that area anyway. So with a fifteen, you duck out of the way. I want to catch it. Okay. Yeah, you can catch it. Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. I would just like to slowly set it on the ground and get another piece of beef jerky in. It. <laughs> it's like some psychopathic beef jerky, <laughs> rubbing it in. <laughs> How long have you been standing there? An hour. <laughs> I've mastered the art of moving so slowly that I cannot be detected. <laughs> yeah, but the twig bites uh, are gone and you're left in this ruin of a, of a house. Oh, well, good. Do uh, do we notice anything that seems of interest of potential value or something might be hidden within it? No, there's nothing. It's just rubble. It's just a, a broken, shattered house. Okay, friends. Let's stay on course here. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'll back out of the house. The lights are done with us, but all right. So ahead of you, you see uh, the path diverges into two. To your left, it, it bends away, and you can see other paths leading off it. To the south, you can see what looks like two buildings. One is in better condition than the other. The one to your southwest is looking fairly... It's in better condition. 
certainly better condition than the other ruined and dilapidated structures nearby. Hmm. So far, it seems like the houses that have been in good condition have been the most formidable, my friends. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's best we at least clear them so nothing surprises us. Uh, So Traylon points towards the house that's in good condition and suggests we make our way towards that. Again, mindful of all of the vegetation. Right. Stay to the path. Stay to the path. Okay. As you come up to it, it's definitely in better condition. You can see a door on the front and a door to the side on the right hand side. They're reinforced with heavy iron bands Mm. and the windows protected with thick shutters. I wonder if there's not something more than maybe zombies in there. Interesting. I will approach the shuttered window. Is there any openings to be able to see in through? No. I'll bang on the the shutter and then listen, see if I hear anything. You bang on the shutter and inside you hear some movements and voices. Hello? Hello? Who's in there? Are you friend or foe? Who's, uh, Who's asking? Just some wary travelers that have stumbled upon this town and already encountered the dead. Obviously, you're not dead, but I'm wondering what you're doing inside this house when clearly it's an abandoned town. Oh, well, and you hear him shuffling around. You hear big, sounds like big bolts being moved and unbolted and unlocked. And you're there for a few minutes as you hear clunk, 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 clunk. And there must be 20 plus locks that you hear unlocking and the the door opens and a a gaunt white bearded human walks out in a long robe just a sackcloth type robe he's got some sort of discoloration on his hands He, he looks like he's been working with plants and he seems fairly hospitable uh he smiles he said well we we don't get many visitors around here your name by chance wouldn't be Redoth, would it? It it is, yes. And and who may you be? Uh, my name is Traylon. These are my compatriots. Uh, we've been traveling, but we've heard of you, and uh, we were directed to this town by a former resident, uh, the wife of the woodcarver. Nice. Well, I don't know anyone like that, but you really are taking your lives in your own hands. I. I mean, if you've come from the from the main roads, you'll only have come across maybe some ash zombies and and the twigs. I hope I hope you haven't you haven't angered the twigs, have you? I think we've reached an agreement with the twigs. Uh, I would be very careful because aside from the ash zombies, which, to be honest, uh, once you get used to them, you can move out of their way. And the twigs, as long as you respect their their areas. There are, there are some dangerous creatures here, um, such as such as yes. very, very, very big spiders lurking in the ruins, and also I think, and I've been over to the eastern side of the town for a while, but I saw some folk in black masks and cloaks skulking around. I don't know what they're up to, but more importantly, keep away from the north. There's um, the tower there. Um, how can I say this? Uh, someone's moved in. A green dragon has moved in. And, well, you know, dragons shouldn't really mess with them. So why are you here? So I'm here to just do some research, really. 
you know, I'm trying to learn more about the tweaks. I call them the tweaks. People call them twig blights, but I think that's very rude. But the tweaks is a is a quite a, a culture here, and I'm just spending time learning, learning from them. Well, we can help you out a little bit. Don't feed them beef jerky. Right. Yeah. Why would you feed a twig meat? Well, it's a bit of a long story. Probably, probably something we don't need to get into. Hector, you're muted. I am muted. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking this whole time. Is that tra- trailing casting a spell over Hector to mute him? Not to say, just cast a silence on Hector, and he's going to wake the dragon. <laughs> so, Redolf Redolf looks looks at you all and says, "Look, I'm a member of the Emerald Enclave, and we're a group of wilderness survivalists who want to preserve the natural order whilst rooting out troublesome threats. So, the Ash Zombies is a loss." less than they used to be in where well i'm whistling those down but i'm trying to work on restoring and preserving the natural order by keeping those sort of elemental forces in check preventing civilization and the wilderness from destroying one another and helping others like you survive the perils of the wild Um, well plant friend we seem to be of a kind i am from the tribes in the north where we live in harmony with nature. Ah, yes. Yes, my friends. So I am of the bear tribe. Ah, the bear tribe. I have I have heard of, of them. I think our enclave have visited that part. Can I roll intelligence to see if I've heard of them? Yeah, sure. Oh, well, maybe not. <laughs> no, I mean, your, your tribe have been visited by various people over the years. Some friendly, some not. Well, the not-friendly ones don't stick around the bear tribe too long. No. And, of course, goblins. We don't have any here, but they are in the area. So just be careful. The little goblins. Sorry, uh, Traylon is making some quick notations in one of his many books. Good to see a fellow note-taker. I have many, many books that I have filled with my notes uh, of everything that's happening around here. Can I help you with any information at all? Well, certainly, uh, Redoth, you know, you you said you're from the Emerald Tribe. It just so happens we're seeking out an emerald necklace that was an heirloom from this family that we helped. And she directed us here to her home, which was in the southeast. But maybe we can help you out. Maybe you could hire us to rid the town of the rest of the zombies to make your life a little easier. Um, It's just, to be honest... I don't have much money, and thank you for the offer, but it's it's not really a hindrance. I, I go house to house. I've cleared out quite a few already. It's just something to do, really. <laughs> but thank you for the offer. Do you by happen chance know which house might be the house from this family where this emerald necklace might reside? There is a house over to the east of the village, uh, that isn't so run down, but that's where I saw those people skulking around, almost like a cult, so all wearing some sort of black cloaks and, and hoods. They're all very mysterious. I've just kept well away from them, and they seem to be keeping well away from me. 
Uh, and just looking at Redoth, uh, you know, I mean, do, do we get a sense he's being pretty forthright? Is is anything shady about him? Roll a perception check, please. Hector will offer Redoth some beef jerky. Uh, no, thank you, my friends. I uh, I don't touch, uh, don't let meat pass my lips. But thank probably, you. Probably wise. Just saying. Very well. Uh, you rolled an eight. will put it away and not eat it in front of him. You rolled an eight on your perception. He does seem quite concerned about when he was talking about the dragon. I think that's making him nervous. But he has nothing of monetary form and all he can all he can offer you is information. Readoth, uh, is there by chance an easier path that might help us avoid the, the green dragon lair to get over to that house? Uh, you know, also, of course, where the, the black cloak figures are, but that might just keep us a little bit out of danger. Just keep away from the north of the village, and that will certainly keep you away from the dragon. Okay. I, I, I look to the, the rest of the group, and I just say, you know, I, I think we probably should keep going at this point. Yep. Readoth, we appreciate the information. Sounds like we may have our hands full later. Yeah. Okay, my friends. Well, zombies. Please. Please take care. And if I can help with with any, if you have any questions, then that's all I can help with, and then give you advice and and uh, yeah, some help. Uh, read off one one last question. Just out of curiosity, are there any creatures within these forests that are like natural enemies? Like, are the the tree blights? Uh, are, are they enemies to the spiders? Would they fight the spiders? Or no, the the spiders are are basically natural to this environment. Obviously, they're slightly bigger now than, and we think that might be down to the volcanic eruption, but. In the hole, the ash zombies keep themselves. The only, you know, it's only if they're disturbed that they uh, attack. The twig blights keep themselves, and the spiders, you may have noticed there's not many birds around. They keep themselves as well, unless they're disturbed. So there's uh, no natural enemies. I don't know about the cultists. What time of day is it, by chance? It's about three o'clock now, three o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Part of me is wondering if we should be, you know, if it's safer to travel during the daytime versus nighttime in this area. Vizoth says, do not travel at night. Mm. At night, you are fair game to the natural predators. Nighttime is when they go hunting. My friend, would you be willing to put us up in your safe cottage for the night and allow us to go forth in the morning? Um, yes. Yes, yes. You, mm. could, you could stay here overnight in uh, in my keep. Well, look at Hector. I look at uh, Kim. And I kind of do the why not. Seems like this would be a better alternative than trying to risk getting into the evening time frame when we don't quite know what we're dealing with here. True. Hector shrugs. He's fine. He's fine with it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Larry, the way he paused there for a minute, like, uh, you know. Maybe he didn't want us in there, but uh, all right. Just just keep your eyes peeled. Could Still. we offer us payment for putting us up for the night? Beef jerky. Right. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, we could give him a few coin. Uh, you know, Redoff, do you have use of coin? 
coin is always welcome, but you don't. I mean, this is a this is a friendship. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we have a, a couple of copper pieces on us. So we don't have a lot of money, but uh, you know, I, I you know, because we certainly help certainly help me buy new books, so new notebooks. I'm always running out of notebooks. Traylon also is is eager to and, and says to Redoth, you know, I would love to read some of your works as well while we're staying over. My thirst of knowledge kind of kicking in a little bit at the the possibility of reading. Oh, uh, a couple of nerds, hey. Exactly. Might you have a bucket of water? I could wash some of this ash off me. Uh, yes, yes. And it says if you do need, I mean, I've only got uh, small small buckets of water. If you do need more, there is a well further into the village. But yes, by all means, there's a small trough just outside that he points to. By all means, friends, wash the ash off. Uh, it's, be- it's better to wash it off because it, it can irritate after a while. Yeah, kind of like trailing. I mean, what? Hector will dive in and wash it off. It's only mid-afternoon. Do you do you want to come in now? We'll, we'll adventure a little bit around uh, nearby, and then we can uh, come back and retire. Okay. Okay. No problem. You uh, you come back. Just be careful. Be careful where you step. Do you have any advice on how to best avoid angering the twig blights further or disturbing them at all? Just be careful. Don't go running into bushes. Redoth, are there any traps by chance in and around this area that you know of? Not that I know of, but the spiders do occasionally their webs. Not lying around, but they can be quite easy to fall into. And once you fall in, they see you as prey. Okay. Noted. Duly noted. Yep. Whenever you want to come back, I'll have some vegetable broth cooking and I might be able to find some spirits of some sort hidden around here for guests, which don't have many guests, so be nice. Just be this- safe if doing so. Don't put yourself at risk on our part. Oh, no, no, it's, it's all inside. I've got it all inside. It'll just take me a while to find the bottle. Very well. As as I look this in this direction, does it seem like there's an easy path to get to this building here? Or do we have to go along the main path to get You there? have to go along the path. Okay. You could go through the, the bushes. But yeah, that's not a good Step idea. Step on the tree blights. Okay. Piss off a giant spider. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. Well. So I'll make my way back towards this and, and give Redoth a wave and a, a kind of a thank you wave as we start to head out. Hector's going to be watching for a dragon. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I guess that's something. I don't know how he feels about that yet. <laughs> Ahead of you, you see an intersection. You're near the middle of the village now. You can see a narrow lane winding up the steep hillside to the north. Directly to the south is a ruined building that you think looks like it could have been a store or workshop. And from where you're standing, you can see webs stretching across the lane and the building to the trees on the north side of the road. So you're going to have to, to get to the rest of the village, this is the only path. Right. And to get across, it's classing this as difficult terrain. So you're going to need to make a an athletics check to get across without getting stuck. Goody, goody gumdrops. Sorry, what were we trying to cross again? My bad. So right in front of where training is, so the next square from where training is, is uh, a web 
lots of webs crossing the path. And the only way you're going to be able to get across is making an athletics check. Braylon rolled a four, Kim rolled a five, Hector rolled a 15. So Hector manages to get through. However, Kim and Traylon, you become restrained. And as you struggle to get out, here come the spiders. Start to twitch, and you hear a, a clicking, a very loud clicking coming from inside the building. From this building? Yeah. And that clicking gets louder the more you struggle. Can I attempt to cut them free? As you draw your sword, you see two enormous spiders, two giant spiders, climb out of the building. Then Hector will take a defensive and position in front of his friends. Move towards you. I'd say they like beef jerky. <laughs> Hector will throw some beef jerky right Hector, in between Hector, them. You are actually the other side of the web, so you've passed through the web now. Okay. I'm just going to move the two of you into the web. You, you don't need to do that, really. It's, it's yeah, right. totally okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're so, Trey and Kim are restrained. Hector, you're the other side, and the giant spiders crawling towards you, who's dripping from these enormous fangs and Ew. multiple eyes staring at their prey in hunger. Well, Hector wants to draw both his long swords and attempt to seem like a bigger predator or like a dangerous predator or a, da a da something dangerous. So he will um, draw both swords and attempt to look ferocious, like with the bear skin like on his back, and give a, a loud primal yell. And what's it's, that yell say? Is it just a roar or? Well, I mean, do you want me to yell in your ear? I could take <laughs> my headset off and yell. Like, okay, roll an intimidation check for me, please. Do like a. <laughs> Like a, oh, oh shit! Man, I suck at intimidation. One more, Dad. So you rolled a natural one. <laughs> natural one. It actually, came out as more of a Wilhelm scream. Yeah, Wilhelm scream. As you roar, you roar so loudly that you trip. Oh shit! And you too become entangled. Oh, for fuck's sake! And the spiders rush towards you. Well, not how I saw myself dying. And that's where we'll leave it for this week. Oh. Cliffhanger. Damn yes, it. total cliffhanger. Fantastic. We pick Excellent. up next week. Well, how are the misfits going to get out of this one? <laughs> well, of all the ways I saw myself dying, spiders is not one of them. Yeah. Oh. Any spider-phobias? Uh, I, I mean, uh, not on my character, but I have a natural spider phobia. I, you know, if I thought about it and I should have, I, I should have been paying more attention. I would have just used my torch and burned the webs before we even had to deal with them. But no, oh, didn't think I that have being 2020. Yeah. Use, yeah. Your, use your magic and summon a spider vacuum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a large glass with a piece of paper. Yes. <laughs> Any chance we could put up the sleep? Maybe? I don't know. Or some stuck. Yeah. So, excellent. Oh, boy. All right. It's, well, been, was... it's, 
Yeah, this has been, it's a bit intriguing. Uh, I'll roll up a new character just in case. Part of me thought, yeah, part of me thought (laughs) Redoth was going to be more problematic, but he, you know, I think because we hadn't done any major damage to the foliage, uh, in particular, and killed any more twig blights than, you know, yeah, twig blights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Think about some, any information you may want. It's quite key. Mm. So, um, yeah, uh, it'll probably be worth going back to him, uh, when we camp after we hopefully don't die from the spiders. Um, yeah. And there's a dragon. Woo-hoo! Yeah. The dragon scares the crap out of me. I'm Although not going to lie. Yeah, you know, the dragon puts spiders at this point. I think Hector is kind of excited about there being a dragon nearby, but uh, Jason, the player, is like, well, I might have to distract a dragon so my friends can get away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Traylon, Traylon is is very leery. Uh, not only that, but also, uh, obviously, the smaller party and thinking of a dragon, um, okay. you know. Just knowledge says usually, you know, it takes many, many men to kill a dragon, and uh, you would not be that. No. Dragon but, is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Bear, yeah, bear in mind as well. I mean, this is completely um, behind the screens, you know. You are level fives. I'm not going right. to put you up against a level 15 dragon or whatever. Right, right. So, that makes so, sense. So it might be like a baby dragon, you know. <laughs> we could befriend yeah. it. Right. Baby dragons are like baby snakes. And Kip <laughs> could use the baby dragon as her mount. Well, dragons are intelligent. Yes. Yeah. That's true as well. And green it's dragons, true. I forgot the, the 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 green dragon side of things, but there they could are. be some intelligence there. Yes, but green dragons are uh, as you, you will know. Uh, your characters will know because uh, uh, green dragons are very, very evil. Well, chromatic oh, dragons are chromatic dragons are evil. Metallic dragons are good. Is that's yeah. the general case at least? Yeah, this from a, yeah. this is a thoroughly evil green dragons delight in subverting and corrupting the good hearted. Oh, okay. Well, you won't have much luck here. I mean. <laughs> well, Hector, Hector. Hector will be the uh, the, the one yeah. they go after. Oh uh, no! Right. Hey, Hector's Hector's pretty innocent to be corrupted. Exactly. He's pretty, yes. he's pretty ignorant. He's good-hearted. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that 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 good spirit to him. Right. The beef jerky, though. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Really would like. Hector to be um, overrun by, you know, hundreds of twigs. Um, but the beef jerky threw me completely. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to make a friend that I could have I know. on my shoulder. It was so That's funny. I, I do. I, I figured, you know, my, my image is Groot, right? Baby Groot. Right. It's right. kind of what I, I think <laughs> yeah. of. But then I, I, I started thinking, especially when we saw like the six of them in that, and I'm like, oh, this could be bad. This is, you know, we just have a whole bunch of them just piling on us. Thank you for listening to Distracted by Side Quests. Please rate and review us on Podchaser, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Find out more 
by visiting distractedbysidequests.com.